All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome this evening. Glad to have everybody back with us here in uh, the service and truly blessed, blessed, blessed day that it has been. And we hope and pray that you, your day has been blessed as well. We are grateful, grateful to be back on the broadcast this wonderful evening and looking forward to what God will have in store for us today. Uh, I'd like to welcome each one to our, uh, again to our viewership. Maybe first time we are church located at 334 Ashford Street. We do our online on Sunday evenings. Uh, currently, uh, at three, uh, but I, well, our normal location at 334 Ashford Street. We'd love for you to come join us. We meet there on Thursdays and Sunday mornings currently at the moment. And so uh, we pray and hope that, again, you can come and join us physically as well. But again, we want to bring an evening message tonight, evening message uh, here this evening, uh, as we typically do uh, before we uh, change the schedule to this format. We we had a, a in-person service at 6 p.m. And so uh, for currently, right at this moment, we are still continuing to do that, but we are grateful, grateful, grateful that you have decided to join us again and be a part with us this evening. I'd like to uh, uh, remind you of our Tuesday night Bible study as well. It's also part of the same current format. Uh, uh, we have our online at, at 7.30 on every Tuesday night, every Tuesday night. So we encourage you to come join and be with us. We cover a random amount of topics, random amount of books currently at this time. Uh, and so uh, we encourage you to study the Word of God. So you want to have Bible study. We've even been thinking about it, again, Brothers home Bible studies as well. Uh, if you'd like to volunteer to host one of the home Bible studies, uh, you're welcome to do that along the way. So get in touch with us. Let us know. And uh, we can try to put something together. Send me a text or give me a, give me a call. And say, Preacher, I'll, I'll, I'll do one. Uh, we was hoping to have over in Queens, uh, uh, having some Bible studies in Queens as well, some home Bible studies. We have some folks that, that come from Queens and we have even from Nassau County and various places where we can branch out a little bit, uh, out, of, out a little bit further into uh, uh, some other parts of the city uh, uh, due to, uh, again, just re some further outreaches, further outreaches for the Lord. So uh, you pray about it, pray about it. Say, I, I would like to host maybe one night, uh, typically a, a half an hour uh, Bible study and maybe a little fellowship to go along with that. Uh, and we can uh, try to put something together. So let us know. Let us know if you'd be interested in hosting that as well. I'll continue to mention that going forward. But I want to uh, uh, come with the, the word this evening uh, and uh, from of God. And before we do, might as well do it now. Uh, the giving, 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 you know, you're giving to support of the church. Make that your vow before the Lord, a vow before the Lord uh, to give and tithe and offerings, tithe and offerings uh, as unto the Lord. Um, it's, it's, it's biblical to do that. Again, to, to bless the Lord, take care of the house of God, take care of, again, uh, his his work and to, to supply. Again, really, that's what the, the minister lives off of. That he lives off of that. That was God's intention. The Bible says to, that the, the uh, how can the ox plow if he's not fed? And so uh, you think about that. And, and so you give unto the Lord and he will richly bless you. And that's how you get your blessing. Also, times people always want a blessing from God. But again, tighten up the wallet tighten up the pocketbook and so we encourage you to support the work and you can give it through our church website the church website www.myntcc.org forward slash brooklyn ny and also through um, our text to give it 347-229-9933 then we also have our uh our, our zell excuse me our zell and the contact number will be ntcc 
brooklynny at gmail.com. How to, how to get there. NTCC brooklynny at gmail.com. So those are some of the ways that you can give unto the Lord. And, and like we say this morning, the old fashioned way, bring it up to the basket. Uh, again, as unto the Lord in various ways, you can send it by mail, but don't send it to the church address. You have to contact me for the mailing address, the mailing address uh, to, to receive the, if you want to mail something in and many mail in too as well. Many mail in and support the work of the Lord that way as well. So we say, thank you for your giving. May the Lord truly bless you as our prayer. I want to come out of the book of Romans this evening, the book of Romans chapter eight. Uh, we'll look at a few verses here. Uh, and we'll we'll pick it up here in verses. Uh, let's go to verse eight. Verse eight, and we'll go through verse fourteen. We're gonna go back backtrack probably, but uh, we'll just cap these for the reading of the word. The Bible says in verses uh, eight, he says, "So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. They that are in the flesh cannot." Please God. He says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you. And he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies in his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, be we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. It's going to be our text. He says, if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if you through the spirit uh, do the mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live for as many are led by the spirit. They are the sons of God. The last verse I give, he says, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but receive the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. I want to use verse 12 as our text this evening. Verse 12, the Bible says, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. We are not debtors after the flesh to live after the flesh. You say, and we're going to give it a title this evening about don't feed your flesh. Don't feed your flesh. What does that mean, preacher? Don't feed my flesh. I got to eat or I'll die. I have to eat. I have to survive. You got to eat food. What do you mean? Don't feed my flesh. And I want to focus in on uh, not so much the food. And, and really, we learn, if you want to look at that as well, we learn from uh, uh, that we can, we can feed our flesh uh, naturally through food, feed, feeding our flesh through food consumption. But if you think about it, God even uh, has a practice called fasting to where when we uh, even neglect our flesh from eating the natural food, uh, it's been proven you can go several, several days and days and days without food. Can't go without water, but you can go without food. For several, several weeks and days, Jesus showed us we can do it for 40 days and 40 nights. Moses did the same thing. And so we, we see that we can live without food. The scripture tells us man shall not live by bread alone. Not living by bread alone, but by every word that, that proceedeth out of the mouth of Almighty God. 
And so next, we're not talking about fasting tonight, but uh, again, we want to uh, focus in on something more spiritual than that. More spiritual than that, and, and really backtrack real quickly. Uh, for fasting, if you think about it, fasting, again, is, is there to bring the flesh into subjection. To bring the flesh into subjection, not a starving contest, not a starving uh, moment, but it's there to do what? It's there to focus on the spirit. And when we say we do that, especially a spiritual fast or a church fast or a spiritual fast, we use that time and an effort and that energy to focus on the spirit and get uh, get closer to God. But we want to uh, focus on, on even more deeper than that. Yes, again, we're not calling for a fast here, but you think about it. Don't feed your flesh. The flesh is corrupted. The flesh is a mess. The flesh, we all have blemishes. Just try it. How do you say that, preacher? Just look in the mirror. We share it this morning. Don't lie to ourselves. And uh, again, don't listen to the lie. We all, again, our fleshes are corrupted. The pimples, the bumps, the lumps, and all of the things that come along with having a fleshly body. Uh, again, well, and we look at this, how that this old flesh, however, the spiritual meaning of the flesh is referring to the actions that we do, the actions that the flesh wants to do, the actions in which Again, we're naturally built to do. The Bible says we were born in sin. We, in, our, in sin did our, our mothers conceive us. We have this old fleshly corruptible body. And that's what our scripture talks about. When we die, we will put on incorruption, those that are in Christ. We will put on this immortality. We will put on an incorruptible body. We have a glorified body. One day when we uh, stand and live and dwell in the presence of Almighty God. It'll be a glorified body, no longer having to control the di sinful dictates, uh, or listening to the sinful dictates, or being uh, uh, being swayed by the sinful dictates of the flesh. And so, uh, obeying the flesh, or don't feed your flesh, is not talking about food. We're not talking about tonight, but we're talking about the spiritual things of God. The Bible says in verse one. Let's back track. We're going to one through fifteen tonight. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Uh, and from that, we see, therefore, there is now no condemnation in him that is in Christ. You're a new creature. Now there's no condemnation in you. You've been born again. You've been washed in the blood. You, 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 your sins have been forgiven you. All the things that you did in your past, in your flesh, the sinful things of the flesh, the Bible says, uh, uh, have been cleansed. And now there's no more condemnation. So we, we, we cannot no longer walk in the flesh, but after the spirit, capital S. And so the, the, when a man or woman is born again, a boy and girl is born again, what happens? They begin begin to obey uh, the spirit of God, the spirit of God. But you know what? I didn't give it to you, but let's go to Galatians real quickly. Galatians chapter five. Uh, we'll share with you some things of the flesh, the things of the flesh. Uh, before we get back to this uh, message here, that this uh, outline here. And so let's look at this. Galatians chapter five. Uh, in the Bible says in verse 16 as well, the apostle Paul wrote this uh, in the word to the church in Galatia. He wrote it to the church in Roman. He wrote it throughout the whole entire New Testament to come out of the flesh. The flesh will destroy us. And the Bible says uh, in verse 16, Galatians 5 through 16, let's go all the way to 22, 23. The Bible says, we let us walk in the spirit. Let us walk in the spirit and not after the flesh. Uh, the Bible says, let us walk and do the walk in the spirit. 
uh, it says, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit. Uh, uh, and even in that, he says, you shall fulfill the lust of the flesh. You shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Excuse me. The Bible says, so we must walk in the spirit and we won't fulfill. We won't fulfill. If you don't feed it, you won't fulfill it. Don't feed it. Don't you won't fulfill it. We shared with you this morning about Samson, how he kept listening to the lie, Delilah. Delilah. He kept hearing her voice. He kept listening to her enticement. And so he listened to the lie. Amen. And so the lust of the flesh, he wanted, because he's woody men and, and, and her flesh, he wanted to continue to be with her. And he gave in to her. And you know what? Again, if someone is trying to woo you away from God, someone is trying to destroy you uh, spiritually, you need to uh, leave that one, uh, leave that environment, leave that place, uh, and stop listening to the lie of the flesh. The Bible says the flesh is a temporary satisfaction. We temporarily satisfied. He said, but when it, when sin is can, uh, uh, finished, uh, it bringeth forth death. The Bible goes on to verse 17, for the flesh lusts against the spirit. There's a war against the two. And so we cannot feed the flesh. The more we feed it, the more it grows stronger. The more you, you obey it, the more it will ask for, it will require of. The Bible says as it, it's against each other. It's against the spirit, against the flesh. So God versus the flesh. God, the spirit against the flesh, right versus wrong. The Bible says, he says, this is contrary one to another. They are opposite one to another. That's why it's so difficult to, to want to pray and to read your Bible because the flesh don't want to do that. The flesh don't want to get up and go out the house and go to church on a Sunday morning or, or read the word of God. The flesh don't want to do nothing spiritual, but you know what? Again, we cannot obey the flesh. So don't feed your flesh. The Bible says, but if you be led by the spirit, be led by the spirit, you're not under the law. Being led by the spirit, the spirit of God should be greater. We need the Holy Ghost baptism. We need the power of God living within us. He says, and what are some things of the flesh is why I brought you to this. He says, the works of the flesh, the things in which the flesh wants to do. He said, these are manifested. They are all around. Just look around the world. You'll see it. The Bible says one, one dictate of the flesh, one attraction of the flesh. The yearning of the flesh is adultery, which is men and women, again, cheating on their spouses. If you're married, you have one spouse. Stay with that person. Jesus even said, don't even do it in your mind. Again, here today, the lust of the flesh. The Bible says is something that the enemy wants to feed. We live in an adulterous and perverse generation. The scripture tells us in these last days, it's an adulterous and wicked generation. And everybody's swapping wives. They swap in and out, uh, go to swing parties, uh, and all these different things that's happening in our world today. It's promoted in our world. Uh, people change socks like they uh, change wives like they change socks. Uh, in and out of marriages. Why? Because of the flesh. The flesh will say, uh, again, uh, we don't have this or we don't have that. Uh, are you not treating me this way? You're getting on my nerves. We're getting on each other's nerves. Uh, those are acts of the flesh. Uh, nerves are part of your flesh. Amen. And you must conquer the flesh tonight. Uh, and the Bible tells us, and so when we get married till death, uh, do us part uh, in your vows, uh, in everything. Uh, one man, one woman, one spouse. Uh, and so uh, again, you have to come out of your flesh uh, to make your marriage work. Uh, come out of your 
your flesh and get your mind again on God tonight. The Bible says fornication for the single folks. Fornication is when you're not married, but you're having sex. And so again, these are acts of the flesh, deeds of the flesh. We talking about don't feed your flesh today. And so we live in a world where sex is promoted, where sex is glamorized. Every channel, everything you turn on, it will have it. It glamorizes. You watch it a movie and all of a sudden they switch it to a sex scene. Why? Because it wants to get your mind on it. It's in the music. It's in the songs. It's in the airways. It's on the billboards. They say sex sells. But my friend today, the Bible says, wait until you get married. It's old fashioned, but it's right. He says to the day, you should not even touch a woman until you are married. Fornication, the Bible says, is a sin against God. And church of the day, the Bible says, forbids us. He says, flee it. Flee youthful lust. Flee it and say, you know what? I'm going to wait until I get married. And so you pray. Get in the spirit. Pray. Seek God's face. Praying God will help you along the way. So if you're in fornication, we and you, I want to be saved. If you want to be a Christian, you have to leave it tonight. You can't be in and out of bed, in and out of obeying your flesh. But you have to crucify the flesh. The Bible says, "Uncleanness, which is a form of homosexuality." If you're in a homosexual lifestyle, uh, again today, uh, whatever the letter may be, L B Q G X Y Z, uh, whatever the case may be, today God wants you to come out of that unclean lifestyle. Come out of sin tonight. Don't obey your flesh. The Bible says they begin to worship and begin to obey strange flesh. They begin to go out the inordinate affections, the affections and the lust thereof. I'm talking about don't feed your flesh tonight. Lasciviousness, my friend, is another form of the flesh. What is lasciviousness? To be lewdful, to be lustful, to the way we dress, the way we carry ourselves. Ladies cover up the breast line. Men cover up the neckline. All these different things that cover up your body. Bodies, a, a, a lustful spiritual way that we live in and flirtations, uh, the way that we dress, the way we uh, uh, live our lives is important. These are acts of the flesh. Well, I want to look good. I want to look sexy. These are acts of the flesh today. We said don't feed your flesh because it will lead to other things. Like what we said, adultery, fornication, uh, again, all these different things. This all stems from the seriousness, the lust of the flesh. Idolatry. Let's go to idolatry. False worship. Worshiping of gods. The flesh does not, the flesh uh, wants to make our own God. We want to make God in the, who we want him to be. We want to make God into our own image. We want to make God on our own schedule, on our own time, on our own dictates. Well, I don't believe that in the Bible. We share with you tithes. Some people make God into an idol say, we don't want, I don't believe that part. I'm not going to obey that part. I'm going to shape God this way. I'm going to shape the word this way. I'm going to obey the word this way. And it becomes a false God. It becomes an idol. Well, I don't believe this part of the Bible. Uh, I'm going to start going to this uh, and start doing it this way. It becomes a false god all the way to that all the false gods are idols is this when we fail to want to serve the true and living god they said here today this god is too hard this is too difficult give us another god let us believe in superstition let us believe in in ways in which uh, again uh, of other lands and other people they seem like they can do their own thing i'll worship my own god i'll worship my money i'll worship my house 
uh, worship Makar, and it becomes a god. We worship other people, worship Hollywood, worship politician, whoever it may be, becomes idols in your life. The Bible says these are works of the flesh because we want to do it and gear it how we want to do it and gear it in our lives. We shaping it with our own hands, made with our own hands. These are false gods that we have made with our own hands. Church of the day says, put away these things, hatred, witchcraft, uh, again, various immolation, wrath, strife, all these things are the works of the flesh. People get upset easily. The Bible says, let no thing easily beset you. Let not sin easily beset you. Not, not the things of this world easily beset you. Sedition, heresies, which is lies, envy, and murders. Again, we live in a world where murder rates are up. Uh, again, a city where uh, back home where we live, uh, grew up, uh, uh, murder every day this year. Murders again on the rate, murder rates and, and murder and killing one another. Can't seem to cope, can't seem to get along. And so they take it out in means of violence. Again, drunkenness. Drunkenness, the flesh says, uh, uh, again, you, you want to feel good. I want to feel good, preacher. Let me go get high. Let me go get drunk. These are things of the flesh. Naturally, the flesh wants to get a pick-me-up, makes me want to get up. It makes me feel good when I do this. That's why the Bible says, be not drunk with wine, wherein is access, but be filled with the Spirit. To be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit of God gives you that high that you need. The Spirit of God gives you that joy that you need. The Spirit of God gives you that peace and that joy and satisfaction. We can have a good time anywhere we go. Why? Because the Spirit of God fills your heart and your so uh, you can laugh uh, and, and have a great time sober as all get out why because there's something on the inside you can laugh and smile through pain uh, you can cope with your problems why because the spirit of god many drink because they have problems they try to drown out their problems drown out their sorrows suppress their things in their lives but the bible says don't feed your flesh you need to tap into the spiritual man we're talking about don't feed the flesh today and so the flesh revelings is the party like spirit at clubs and all of these different things, strip clubs, if you're in and out of these places, then in which of ill repuke, uh, again, where things are not of God, uh, back to the, 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 what I'm talking about, the flesh, where if anything goes, there are nightclubs where anything goes, they shake it and dance it and move it around, uh, these are all things of the flesh, and the Bible says, see, why are you getting on these things, why we got to tell you these things, the Bible says, if I tell you before, I've told you in time past, they which do such things shall not do what, inherit the kingdom of God, there's no way, the Bible says, says we can go to heaven if we are habitually living this life. And when we come to Christ, God strips that of us. God takes that out of us. And that's why we need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So where we can live our lives for Christ, we can live a life for Jesus. We can live a life where we won't have to obey the dictates of the flesh. My friend today, God is telling us in his word. God is telling us in his word. So he says they that are in these things cannot satisfy God or please God. They cannot please the Lord our God. We cannot please him. We cannot please him the Lord our God and so we must we must obey obey God and his word let's not feed the flesh let's finish a little bit further back verse 21 but the spirit what is the spirit the spirit of God is what he said we need pray 
denying it. Say, God, I need the Holy Ghost. I need your spirit. The Bible says the spirit is love. The spirit of God is love. The spirit of God is joy. The spirit of God is peace. The spirit of God is long suffering. The spirit of God is gentleness, goodness, fame. Verse 23, meekness, temperance. He says, and against such there is no love. And so these are the things of the spirit. Let's go back to Romans. I ain't going to be able to get you folks out of here if we don't stop. But the Bible says we cannot feed the flesh. And so let's go back to where we were. The Bible says in verse 1 of Romans 8, 1, I'm going to run through it. The Bible says there is now no condemnation to them that walk in Christ Jesus. We have been washed in the blood. We have been washed. She actually can't hear me no more. I don't know what happened. She says here that we uh, again have been washed in the blood. We have been washed in the blood of Jesus. He says that we should no longer walk after the flesh but after the spirit, Jesus has cleansed us away from all of our sins and trespasses. These things that we have done and committed, God has washed us clean. He says, my flesh has been cleansed. My mind has been cleansed. Now my mind has been transformed to want to obey the things of God. And the Bible says uh, uh, how that again for the law of the spirit is in Christ Jesus made me free. Uh, verse two, from the law of sin and death, the law of the spirit of uh, uh, of life in Christ. The law of the spirit of Christ in life had made me free. Free indeed. Whom the son is fed is free indeed. The Bible says from uh, sin and death. Number three went on to says, but the law could not, could not do in that which is weak through the flesh. The law couldn't satisfy because they were in the flesh. The laws of Moses couldn't satisfy. They could not do it. And many times people cannot serve God in a reality because they're still living in their flesh. They have yet to crucify the flesh. They have yet to surrender their entire flesh to the living, to the living God. And the Bible says they could not do these things because they were trying to do it in the flesh. They were inconsistent with God. And we see many people that come to church inconsistent one week on, one week on, in and out, uh, missing service, we miss service three, four weeks in a row, uh, miss uh, God, uh, miss their Bible reading, miss prayer, uh, because they're in the flesh. Religion will cause you to do that. We see here today, but we need a reality in God uh, to be faithful and committed to Almighty God. The Bible says God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. So God says, you know, I'm going to send my son Jesus. I'm going to send him go down there to the second Adam uh, to go down and show mankind uh, how to live, to go down and show mankind how to, to, to serve in human flesh. Naturally, he was a man just like any. He was a man uh, put on, uh, again, uh, the human flesh just like a normal man to show all of mankind, the entire world, that you can overcome the flesh. For for sin and condemned sin is in the flesh. So the Bible says he walked among us, overcame, overcame temptation, overcame every dictate. The Bible says, back to what we were talking about earlier about fasting and praying. He fasted and prayed for 40 days. Why? Because he needed to overcome his own flesh. He says, you know what? I'm, I've got to go and show the world uh, that you can do this. Hey, I have to show the world that you can overcome the devil. I have to show the world that you can overcome uh, the wicked things of this world. And he was able to do it uh, through fasting and prayer. The Bible says in verse four, and the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled who is not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And so we're made righteous as we live in the spirit. That we live right because we're walking in the spirit. We want to do right in love and, and, and walk in peace because of the spirit. Numbers five, we want to say, but they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh. 
Your mind is on the flesh. You react in the flesh. We respond in the flesh. We live our lives in the flesh. The Bible says, let us not be uh, carnally minded. He says, but after the flesh, the things of the spirit, excuse me, but they that after the spirit do the things of the spirit. And so we must do the things of the spirit, not after things of the flesh. If our mind feels uh, as we should do it, we should not obey it. If uh, the mind says this, we are no longer as a born again Christian should not obey the dictates of our flesh. The Bible says in verse six, to be carnally minded is death. To be like the world, fit in and do the things that the world does. To obey the dictates of the flesh, he said, is death. He says, but to, put, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Life in peace. And so we find life and peace in Almighty God. There's life and peace in this. Let's get down where we're going. The Bible says, because the carnal mind is enmity, it's against God. It fights against it. He says, it's against God, for it is not subject to law of God, neither indeed can be, it will not obey God. This flesh that we live in, this old temple, this old box that we live in, this old uh, uh, a shell that we live in, will not obey God. That's why he says, we must crucify the flesh and tap into the spiritual man get a hold of the Holy Spirit become born again the Bible says in verse 8 he says so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God we can't do it it's impossible he said in order to make God happy we must walk in the spirit spirit filled spiritually minded people but ye are not in the flesh you begin, uh, the scripture tells us we cannot be in our flesh. Don't be in your flesh. You're not of the world. And when you call on Christ, when you give your life to Christ, you're no longer in your flesh. He says you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. We have to begin to want to do the things of the spirit to please God. If so, be that the spirit of God dwelling. He said, if you have the spirit, now this will mean nothing to you if you don't have the spirit of God. If we've never been born again and baptized in the Holy Ghost, you don't have the Spirit of God. You need the power of God dwelling in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Do we have Christ, the Spirit of Christ, living on the inside? And that's what happens when a born again Spirit happens. You ask, invite him into your life. The Spirit of Christ enters into you. And subsequently, after that, after that, we should say, again, you pray and ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit as well, baptism of the Holy Ghost. And so we see here that he says, if any, and if Christ be in you and be dead and the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Let's read it again. Um, he said, but the spirit I'm reading again. I'm sorry. I skipped down. He says, if Christ be in you, if he's, he's in that guarantee. And he says, if Christ is in you, you claim the name of those of you, the body is dead. The body is dead. God help us keep that body dead. The Bible says because of sin, it's sin that will destroy life. It's destroying our world. Destroys lives and families. Sin. Bulls back down to saying, what can we do for the community? How can we stop the murders? How can we stop all these different things? Sin is the problem. Laws and the police force and the Lord mayor throw all the money in we can. All these different things that people come up with to stop these things, tragic things that happen in our world. Sinful things. Things of the flesh. Divorce. 
things in which, again, uh, broken homes. It's part of the flesh. Somebody was in the flesh, if not both. Somebody wanted the, fl the flesh in the world. So we see how that, again, the only thing that will happen once we get Christ, we must die to sin. The Bible says in verse 11, but the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. So again, there's another if. If the spirit of God or the spirit of him that raised up Jesus dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal body as well. So the scriptures say, he says, once Christ lives in you and you receive the, the resurrected power of Almighty God to get up through the born again experience and say, I am a new man. I'm a new woman in Christ. He says, my, this old body, this old flesh no longer controls me. It's dead now. So I can walk down the aisle in the store and not be allured by the drug, uh, by, by the alcohol aisle section. <laughs> Why? Because I'm dead to that. You can walk. And again, it's popping up everywhere around our city now. Marijuana shops, you can smell it all in the air, but not be drawn to it because you're dead to it. You can see, no doubt, folks have dressed and uh, doing all manners of things up and down the street. And you can see things all around. But you're dead to it. It's not attractive to you because you're dead to it. You see anger and bitterness and, and really the flesh really wanting to rear up in anger and ready to rage out in something, but no longer the things that get us upset. But you know what? I'm not going to lash out and obey my flesh. I'm not going to feed that thing. I'm not going to feed it. When angerness and rage pops up and, and it, it goes in all of us. It happens in all of us. What we have to do, we have to suppress that thing and, and rebuke that thing and reject that thing. We can't feed the flesh. The Bible says, therefore, we are debtors not to, well, we are debtors. We're debtors not to the flesh, but after the spirit. Don't feed that flesh. Don't obey the flesh. Don't obey your thirst for the things of the world. He says we're no longer debtors. You got that verse 12 up? We are no longer debtors to the flesh. No longer debtors to our, our, our sinful ways. No longer debtors. We should not obey the things of the flesh. Let's finish up. The Bible goes on and says in verse 13, for if you live after the flesh, you should die. How can that be? I got to eat. I got to feed it. No, it's not talking about that. Back to what we said, we're not talking about food. We're talking about the things that try to control it. It's a spiritual thing we're speaking about tonight. If we feed the flesh, we will die. If you feed the flesh, these things of sin, we will die. And we're all going to die, but we don't have to die in loss. We can die in Christ Jesus. And so we see here today, we will one day die. But how will we die? Will we have died in our flesh? Or will we die as men and women of the Spirit? If But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. In other words, say, I'm not going to do that. They were going to sing a song this morning about, I'm not going back to the way I used to be. I'm not going back to the things I used to do. I'm not going back to these things. I'm going to crucify them. And the dead that mortify is going to stay in the grave. He's going to stay buried. I'm buried with Christ. I'm buried. That old man is buried. The old man is gone. 
the old woman is dead. Let it die there in your own spiritual grave. I've taken up my cross and I'm going to follow Jesus. And I'm going to obey Christ. I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost. I'm going to obey the things of God. Let's move on. He said, if any, for as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Are we led by the Spirit? Let's be led by the Spirit, not led by the flesh, not led by the world, not led by the dictates of what the body and the mind and whatever comes to wants to do. Let's burn the mind of Christ. This is important. Let us, let us listen and be tender to the Holy Ghost and say, God, help me do this pleasing on you. I'm not going to live my life this way any longer. The Bible says, if we have not received this, we have not received the spirit of bondage again. So when you ask Christ into your life, you, he did not give you a spirit of bondage. Jesus did not give you a spirit of bondage. As some doctors teach, <laughs> he didn't get a spirit of bondage. He gave us liberty in Christ Jesus. He said to fear again, but ye ever speak, see, receive the spirit of adoption. He says, which whereby we cry up about Father Christ has adopted us. Our Heavenly Father has adopted us into his family. And actually, uh, through his Jesus Christ, our Lord, we've been adopted into this family. We've been adopted into, uh, again, righteousness. We've been adopted and grafted into the things of God. And now we can call out and say, Abba, Father, our Father. He's now, we're now part of him. We now have a new, new uh, uh, again, connection. Again, that old sinful connection that we had with our, and our, our parents, our earthly parents. The, the, the sinful nature that was passed on to us has now been broken through the born again experience. And now we have a connection. We've been born again. We've been born again by the power of God. We've been washed in the blood and all of our sins have been forgiven. And now we have a newness, a new birth, a new beginning. Amen. And so now we obey the things of God. No longer the things of the human nature. Let that be our prayer. As you go forward in your spiritual walk, Christian walk, let us not feed the flesh. Let's not feed the flesh. We live in a fleshly, carnal world. Billions and billions of dollars are spent every day in advertising. Every day in advertising. To do what? To keep mankind in the flesh. The principalities and powers of this world. Spiritual realm via media, via internet, via social media, via things in which the world is in, dictated by Satan himself, will do any and everything to attract us away, to allure our flesh away, to allure our flesh. You ever, uh, that's why so many commercials, on a commercial, they make that hamburger or that food look so glamorous and beautiful. Why? Because it begins to want to build your taste buds to where you want to be allured by Satan and the Lord, Adam and Eve said, your eyes will be opened and you'll begin to see as other gods. You'll have knowledge beyond what you can imagine. Naturally, all these different things which Satan and the Lord mankind away. And so church today, we must not feed the flesh. Bible says, not my love the things of this world, lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Don't feed these things. Don't feed what your eyes see. Don't feed that pride, that inner pride. It says, I'm not changing. I'm not giving up. I'm not going to do it that way. The inner pride that says, I'm not going to surrender. The inner pride that says, I'm going to obey my flesh. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. Obey how I want to obey it. I'm a God to myself. I believe God in my own way. It's not that way. 
Those are things of the flesh. And it got the people of God. It got Israel in trouble. It gets our world in trouble because mankind wants to do it his way. His way. Brothers and sisters, let's do it God's way. He says, let's go into the spiritual realm. The Holy Spirit. Pray and seek God. Seek his spirit. Speak, speak, seek spiritual things. And it'll help you along the way to where you won't feed your flesh. If you're not saved tonight, believe in the one who came as we share with you, boy, he came as a man to the earth to show us the way that we don't have to live and obey the, the flesh. We don't have to obey the dictates of the flesh, but we, through the spiritual man, through Christ Jesus, through the born again experience, he came to set the example that we, to show all of mankind, to show us that we can live for him. He gave his life on that old rugged cross, willing to do whatever. That's another prime example, willing to do whatever. It was a spiritual move that he did, that all men could be saved. His flesh said no. His flesh said, ah, don't die for them. Don't die. Don't, don't go to Calvary. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. His heavenly father's will be done. He had to please his father up in heaven. And it was only possible through prayer. He just, he had prayed right before that to overcome his flesh. Went to the cross, crucified, bled, bled out on that old cross. And you notice he didn't die until he was willing to give up the ghost. The Bible says there was a separation he had never felt before. A separation that he had never felt. That's why he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? In other words, again, he, the, 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 the heavenly father took his hands away because he had taken on the sins of the word. And there was a separation through death, separation of our sins that he had took on. The heavenly father looked, took her away from him. He never experienced that before. That brokenness, the sin brings. He died and gave up the ghost, went to hell. My friend today, if you stay continually separated from God, you will lose your soul or any of us will lose us. If we obey the dictates of our flesh, living things of the flesh that we share with you in Galatians chapter five, if we obey these things, we also will die and go to hell. But that's why Jesus came. He went there to take our place. He went there, no doubt, to, to pay the penalty. And now on the third day, he got up with all power in his hand. And whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. My friend, today, give your life over to Jesus. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to uh, uh, wash away all of our sins. And don't go back to it. Don't pick back up where you left off. Say, God, I want to be born again. God, I want to be saved today. And Jesus will save you. And you will stop obeying your flesh, the things of the flesh that will keep you out of heaven and start living a new life for Christ. My friend, they give your life to Christ. Follow the, after the things of the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. We are not debtors to the flesh. Don't obey the flesh, but obey God and the things of God. God bless our prayer. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon, Tuesday night, for our Bible study. And again, uh, we share with you and encourage you to read your Bibles daily. Feed the Spirit. Feed the Spirit, even when you don't want to. I say, oh, I didn't read my Bible all day long. Well, before you lay down at night, read the Bible. Pray a little bit. Seek God's face. Come back to the house of the Lord. Come back. Get in church. Feed the things of the Spirit because this world is, again, falling apart because men and women 
living in the flesh. God bless you, our prayer. We'll see you soon. Uh, Tuesday night Bible study. God bless you.